1: Welcome to Never Ever Give Up Hope. And this is a show that talks about just that hope. There is to- a time in each and every one of our lives where we may feel hopeless, sometimes more than others. It could be times when we have a challenge of health or a challenge of finances or possibly the loss of someone very close to us, or the loss of our business. We all have experiences where we need to be encouraged and find resolution, and that's what this show is about. We give tips that possibly you can relate to of things that you may have gone through or are going through that brought you to a place of hopelessness and despair and every single one of my guests has a story of how they have turned their lives around how they overcame sometimes insurmountable circumstances and were able to meet the challenges and not only that but to overcome i have interviewed people who have been as one man in particular literally living in a dumpster, and he is now a multimillionaire. And so many of the stories have the same thread that runs through them, the thread of hope, which is, There is something better for me out there. I am going to find it. The tenacity and the determination of each one of my guests has been phenomenal, and they are so appreciated. I also appreciate each one of my listeners. We are now in over 140 countries all over the world of people listening to the message of hope and sharing their comments, and talking about it with other people, and that is so appreciated. I appreciate your reviews, your comments, and of course your feedback, so thank you, thank you. With me today, I have Annette Reader. Annette is a uniquely qualified professional speaker, and she's also a consultant. She's a nutritionist and a graduate of Biblical Studies. She is the founder of Healthy Living, Design Publishing, and Flavor of Grace, which she will share with us. She is the author of six books, including Treasure of Health, Nutrition Manual, Healthy Treasures Cookbook, and Baking with Whole Grain Goodness. Now, I personally met Annette at a writer's conference a year ago in Cincinnati, Ohio, You're in for a real treat today. She's funny, she's inspiring, and even more importantly, she is informative. I mean, she is the guru of nutritionists out there as far as finding out what's wrong with you and getting healthy. And so I really appreciate that Annette has taken the time today to be on Never Ever Give Up Hope.
2: Thank you, Carol. It is my pleasure to join you.
1: Let's start with one of the things... That many listeners I know are going to be able to relate to is what you did in secret. You lived two lives, one in front of people and one in secret. And I think that there are many people out there who are going to be able to relate to that. So tell us about this.
2: Well, there's one thing that when you're living a life in secret is you don't always identify it. You don't always recognize how you're hiding out and how you are doing things without people recognizing it. It just becomes so much a part of you. It's just who you are until a crisis comes when finally you realize I cannot keep living two different lives. And that's when you recognize, okay, I'm trying to be two different people and it's not working that took a long time into my lifetime to figure that out. I was in my thirties before I realized the double life wasn't working.
1: It brings a lot of emotion with that, like depression correct
2: it does, and that 's really where I want to go today because that is the biggest obstacle that you have to first of all recognize that you have it and secondly recognize what it's doing to you then well i don 't want to get to the what happens then because we that's <laughs> down the road so. You have to hang on for that part. But, you know, can I just share with you what made me come to this realization that I was living a double life? Can I just share that with your group?
1: Absolutely.
2: Well, let me just tell you, in my married years, there was a day when just getting out of bed was, my, was not my desire at all. I mean, it was the last thing I wanted to do. I just wanted to, like, pull the covers over my head and just pretend I wasn't alive. I didn't want to. Pull the covers back. I didn't want to see the daylight. I didn't want to get out of bed because getting out of bed meant I was alive and I had things I needed to do. I just wanted to pretend I didn't exist. I was tired. I was fat. I was ugly. And worst of all, I was depressed. One day, my husband came home from work and he found me just plopped on the kitchen floor. What he didn't realize is I had been there for hours. Now, I, at this time, was a mother, and so my kids were basically on autopilot. I didn't care. I don't know what they were into. I don't know what the dog was doing. I didn't care. I was just sitting there. I had had it. I was done. I knew I was in trouble, but I was too tired to get up, and I was too depressed to care. But you know what, Carol? This wasn't how I saw my life playing out. In fact, many years earlier, I can still remember every detail I had gone to youth camp and I know many of your listeners have been to youth camp in their, in their teen years. And, and, you know, you come to that last evening service and it's like this high climax. And, and we were sitting there on this cool grass nestled along this, this lake in the Ozark Hills. And we were singing those songs that just make you get that kumbaya feeling. And it was a song called something beautiful. And I just sat there and I just, I felt such peace and, and, and comfort and love. And and I thought at the age of 15 that every day of my life was going to be just like this. This is exactly how my life was going to play out. I was going to be the perfect mom. I was going to find the perfect husband. I was going to have the perfect kids. And I was going to just be that, that perfect woman because I was had such peace and comfort and love. Well, fast forward 20 years and reality hits. I'm basically... <laughs> I am a wife, I'm mother, I'm working, I'm I'm even trying to homeschool, I'm I'm teaching, I, I'm just trying tirelessly to keep up. I felt overwhelmed. I was tired. I was depressed. And I was stressed, I was fat, I was tired, I was worn out, I was exhausted, and I was tired. Pretty well said I was tired, right?
1: <laughs> what part of your depression do you think was related to your weight?
2: Every bit of it. Because my weight was affected by what I ate. And what I ate contributed to the depression. But it wasn't necessarily my weight. Some people would say, oh, Annette, you don't look that bad. I always wonder about those comments sometimes. (laughs) It's like, I mean, I remember getting off the school bus. And and my neighbor and I, we shared the same driveway. And we got off the bus. And and I was kind of feeling kind of down. down, Because you know how those high school years are anyway. And my neighbor, she said to me, she says, Annette, you know what? if you were skinny, you'd be the top, top competition in high school for all the boys.
1: Wow, that really made you feel great.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a day um, when I was younger, and I was just in the house, and and um, my mom did real estate, and a gentleman came by to pick up a contract, and, and I was wearing shorts. And after he left, she kind of slipped, and she wasn't usually like this, but she slipped and she said, boy, I'll bet he's never seen legs as big as that before.
1: I'm amazed that these people said these things. My goodness.
2: Well, it leads you to that double life. And that double life is you eat healthy and light in front of people. And then you run to the closet to eat the cookies and the ice cream and all of that. And it's a double life. And you pretend to be good in front of them. But in secret, you know who you really are and you know and it drives the guilt it drives the depression it just the double life you know trying to be what other people want you to be when you know inside that's not who i am
1: did you ever have any issues with bulimia
2: oh let me tell you when my best friend in high school taught me about purging i thought my life my weight loss problems were over Encouraging, it was I just thought that was the answer to all the problems. You could eat whatever you want, turn go around behind the building, throw it all up, come back and, and act like nothing happened. And everybody's like, oh, you don't gain any weight. No, nope, not at all. <laughs> it was part of that double life. It was part of that secret life.
1: So how did you overcome that part of it?
2: Well, it took a few more crises in our life to bring me to reality. There was one day when I was I still remember seeing this because My life kept spiraling down. You know, in my marriage, I was ready to quit. As a mother, I was ready to give up. And as a dieter, I was ready for chocolate and anywhere, anywhere, anytime. That's all I wanted. But then there was this autumn day, and I can still remember it, all the details, is when those leaves are crisply blowing along the side of the road. And I was driving my escort wagon to the grocery store, and I had my two kids in the back seat I still remember it the quietness of the car ride was interrupted when my son my 8-year-old son Brent he leaned forward and he says mom why don't you smile anymore
1: oh my goodness
2: well that stunned me into reality but still that wasn't enough and it wasn't until you know another crisis came and that was when we had cancer come into our family and at that point I finally realized enough is enough I needed to do something. I needed to go back and find that something beautiful. I needed to go back and figure out what was that peace and love that I used to feel as a teenager? What happened and how can I change? And so I just vigorously, you know, I wrote change, C-H-A-N-G-E on the calendar. and I'm like, this is it. This is my, I would say line in the sand, but a, sa- a line in the sand gets washed away and then you can pretend you didn't draw it. But if you write something in bold letters where you mm-hmm. see it, mm-hmm. You know, then it's like, okay, this is my day of change. Enough is enough. I'm ready to live my life. Because there was only two ways to go, keep spiraling down, which was pretty much getting out of control, or start taking charge of my life. And that's the day I decided to start taking charge of my life, charge of my marriage, charge of being a mother again, and being the person that my family deserved and not that secret
1: closet eater anymore how does this relate to the day when your husband found you on the kitchen floor what happened there
2: oh no this is this is much further i think my husband didn't really know what to do
1: <laughs> he's like um, get up um, <laughs>
2: exactly um you know are you are you fixing dinner tonight <laughs> you know, like, uh, no, don't get me wrong i have I have the mo i am the most blessed person with a with a great marriage now, and I had a great husband who you know he kind of hung in there with me and you know did what he knew how to do, but you know most husbands don't know how to address mm-hmm. this <laughs> so and you know, but because of his faithfulness to our marriage, he stuck with me, and that's the most important thing that we needed.
1: So, you came to that realization that you needed to change. You wrote it on your calendar. You set it in your heart. You, did you know where to start?
2: Not exactly, but I, I mean, I had an idea. When you are a, uh, a, a secret eater, you know, or a closet eater, you know that's a problem. But what I didn't realize is how what I was eating created that cycle. And I had to go in and do a lot of research. And I had a couple of friends challenge me to uh, do a little bit more in-depth research, you know, research into how I'm designed, how I'm made, what foods contribute to happiness and what foods take away from happiness, and even what supplements help to, you know, create a happy attitude and what lack of supplements, what lack of nutrients in my body actually were feeding that secret lifestyle. You know what I mean? And so I was, you know, just to make it simple for your audience, I I came up with three words, but I'm gonna camp on the third word. But the first word is attitude. When I wrote change on the calendar, that's when I decided that my attitude was going to change. You know, Uh from there I had to go to my beliefs. Now let me tell you, beliefs are difficult because that's that inner person and telling you all the time, oh you're ugly, oh you're fat, oh you're you know, you're not acceptable. Uh you know, just think if you'd have been skinny, you'd have been a competition in high school. You know, there's, right, that's right, those, right. those beliefs. And so I talk about this in my, uh, in my <clears throat> video series. And I, and I talk about how I had to change what I believed about myself. Like I had to start getting up every morning and looking in the mirror. That was step one. Because when you don't see yourself as worthy, you see yourself as fat and ugly, you don't look in the mirror. You know, so I had to start looking in the mirror. And the second step was I had to start looking in the mirror and face it squarely and say, I love my body. There's a lot of unbelief when you start saying Mm -hmm. that. But when you start telling yourself, I do, I love my body. there's, There's a time period where you don't believe it, but then you start accepting it and saying, you know what? I do. I do. I love my body. And that started transforming my beliefs. Then I started looking into my choices my choices with food, my choices with, you know, there's there's so many things that contribute to depression. And I mean, we your program's not long enough to go into all of them. <laughs> so, you just have to narrow it down. So, my choices, what was I doing with my food and what was I doing with supplements? Well, supplements, you know, those are, those are, for other people. They weren't for me. And I had tried a few supplements. Of course, most of those were weight loss supplements. <laughs> and and uh, they either gave me this great buzz in my head or made me super, super hyper. And I'm like, oh, those are supplements? Like, well, not really. But so I had to learn how to eat differently, how to think differently, and how to supplement wisely. And that is what transformed my life. And has totally changed my marriage, totally changed my outlook as a mother. It just has changed everything. I mean, I could give you some of the specifics like, well, it helped me lose 60 pounds and keep it off, you know, helped me to be happy again, all of that. So
1: did you have, like, when you started your research, did you have uh, any expertise in any of these areas as far as food, nutrition, etc.? Or is this something that you basically had to start from scratch?
2: I have. A medical background, but not to the degree that I do now. It was from the government teaching, you know, you if you are depressed, you take Prozac if you are, you know, there's all of this typical teaching, but it doesn't work. You know, in fact, I never went to the doctor with depression because I didn't want to go on Prozac. I didn't right. want to go on all these antidepressants because I was always taught from my parents, you don't do you don't do prescriptions. <laughs> you know, you don't do medications. Exactly. Okay. And, and back then we didn't run to the doctor every 10 minutes, you know, like they do today. So. So what did it, you do? I started looking for sound advice and i you have to filter because everyone has an answer for you everyone has a food program they all contradict each other so you have to start looking for what is truly sound advice and and i and you introduced me as having a biblical studies degree as well and so i applied that to what i learned and you have to think back well if it was created for me to eat it's probably going to be better for me than what was what was synthetically made in a laboratory. And so I started limiting my diet to only real food and high fiber food and raw foods. And I'm not i I'm not a raw foodie by any means. I like cooked food, but just those changes alone made a huge difference in my mental outlook. And it made it easier to look in the mirror and say, I love the body you've given me. You know, I love my body. Um, but the other big thing was someone introduced me to B-complex, She said, oh, Annette, you need some B-complex. They're the B-happy vitamins. And so the bottle says take two. And I told her a couple weeks later, I'm like, you can have these back. They don't work. I don't know who came up with that B-happy thing, but it is not a B-happy vitamin. (laughs) (laughs) She says to me, Annette in a very straight face, you need a lot more than two. (laughs) So I went back to my office and and I started going through all my textbooks. I'm like, what is she? Is she a friend or is she not a friend telling me to take more? You know, is this going to be toxic? I mean, I went through everything and I kept studying it and studying it and studying it. And, and even when I was doing some, um, just some more research for today's call, they have proven that those who are depressed are lacking those B vitamins. And when you increase the B vitamins as a supplement, it ev- has a better effect through their studies than a Prozac.
1: I just want to interject something here, which I know you are aware of, but I don't know if our audience is. And that is that um, it has now been proven through research that our topsoil Basically, the top 12 inches have no B vitamins left in them. The soil has been so overworked and it's devoid of the B vitamins. Hence, more people are depressed. More people have issues. Would you not agree with that?
2: Oh, I totally agree. But also, the processed foods... They they pull the B vitamins out of our bodies. So what little we do get, we then eat processed yes. food or fast food. And that takes what little we had away. And then we're stressed and our stress leads to eating more processed foods, eating more sugar foods. And then that leads to depression. And then we're feeling guilty. And it's like, well, the only thing to get out of guilt is to go eat a piece of cake. And so we eat the cake and we just stay in this guilt cycle and this depression cycle.
1: Sounds like a vicious cycle.
2: Uh, Oh, yes, definitely it is. But, you know, I just want, you know, I want your listeners to understand that you can eat your way out of depression, but you can also eat your way into depression.
1: Now, does that mean when you eat your way out of depression that you have to eat a really yucky diet that most people wouldn't like?
2: I don't know. My husband says, you know, I'll eat healthy if it tastes good, and he seems to be eating pretty good. Okay. Okay. (laughs) He doesn't want to know what's in it. He just wants it to taste good.
1: (laughs) How many cookbooks do you have available of the books that you have written?
2: My cookbooks, I have three.
1: If there's anything else you want to add about what you were talking about, why don't you do that? And if not, then go right into your books and explain those.
2: Well, I just want to reiterate. At some point, you have to adjust your attitude. And you have to say, enough is enough. I'm ready to change. But then most people will go out and seek help, and that's fine. I can be a consultant for those who want help. I can walk them through the process because it is going to be the most life-transforming, the most delightful process you ever reach because being on the happy side of life is so much better than being on that depressed, you know, plopped on the floor, sitting there for hours side of life and where you can look forward to waking up in the morning. You can look forward to throwing the covers off and saying, good morning, you know, adjusting your attitude, recognizing that your beliefs need to be adjusted as well, and then those choices, you know, eating the whole foods, eating the high fiber, all of that, but you've got to supplement with a good basic vitamin and the B-complex. And there's other vitamins as well that will help the process, but those B vitamins make the process easier and more fun.
1: And are all B vitamins the same?
2: Oh, no, not at all. In fact, some people will say, oh, I got this one. It has 50 milligrams of each one. It's like, well, that's not the way it comes in food. I want my vitamins to be... I want them to be from food, I want them to be natural ingredients, but I also want want them to be balanced and proven to work in my body. So I only recommend for my clients the Shackley vitamins because they're the only ones with the proven history for 61 years that they work. And I'm also looking for purity because pesticides, herbicides, synthetic are what got me in my problem in the first place. So I do not want to contribute to go back to that problem by choosing a lesser value supplement. It's, they're not the same and that was Shackley? It is. it is it's a lot of people don't know how to spell it so it's s-h-a-k-l-e-e yeah really old company 61 years of proven success and so i i'm i'm not out there for hype i'm only out there for for products that work
1: and is this the only product you have ever used or have you used other products and found that they were not as good
2: Well, before I found Shackley, before someone said, you might want to try these, I think they're better, I was just going to the vitamin store and I had a vitamin store in the town where I lived and the ladies were very knowledgeable, but they just didn't do for me what I was able to have done with the Shackley and plus with my husband and his health problems, Shackley is what turned his blood scores around so we were finally able to accomplish the level of optimal health that we were looking for and we couldn't do it with the other supplements.
1: That's awesome. Absolutely. An awesome testimony. Thank you for sharing that. So now tell us about your books.
2: Well, because of the journey that I was on, I knew I had to go back to, you know, the beginning. And the beginning for me is always going to be in scripture. So I have the Treasures of Healthy Living Bible Study. And that's where you just go in and you start studying all the different foods that were created, how they work in our body. And how I can start, you know, enjoying them today. So along with that is the Healthy Treasures Cookbook. Because I knew I was going to have to win my husband over. And like I said, he said, I'll eat it if it tastes good. He doesn't care what's in it. So I had to come up with healthy recipes that had ingredients that were going to transform our health. And so it's just a really good crossover cookbook to help people go from regular food to healthy food and really love it.
1: And what about the expense of eating healthy? How do you justify that if people can't, they say they can't afford that?
2: I say they're just not shopping right. It's just a a different type of shopping. It's a different type of cooking. It's because when people say that, they're usually trying to take a quick, Meal fix preparation from not healthy to a quick meal preparation that's healthy. And they're thinking they need to get those box mixes, all of those instant foods. Where I'm saying, you know, before we went, made this change, I, yeah, I could do dinner in 10 minutes. You know, you get some hamburger helper, you get some cheese, you know, whatever. Well, I can still do dinner in 10 minutes and for less amount than what I used to pay for the processed food. It's just a matter of learning how to cook, enjoying cooking. It's like the new entertainment is cooking in your home. Enjoy it and just learn how to cook and you'd be surprised you will save on your budget.
1: And do you teach people how to do that in your books?
2: Um, You mean how to cook?
1: Well, like how to cook, what to buy, where to buy, you know, tips, etc.,
2: yeah, all of my books including the nutrition manual have lots of tips on the food and and how to prepare it, some good recipes. Yes, and so I even have a Proverbs 31 prepper book too that talks about food preparation. So that's very helpful for people who are new to cooking. My latest book is called Satisfied, Baking with Whole Grain Goodness, because there's a lot of misconceptions out there about bread, and so I explain everything about the bread war that's going on right now, and And that's a very good book to read, especially to help you understand what truly is going on with our wheat and all of our grain products. So that's an interesting book. Lots of good recipes in there. I have The Dancing with Butterfly. which is just a children's book. And what book am I? Oh, The Daniel Fast. Now, The Daniel Fast is a really good book to start with to get 21 days of recipes that you can use to transform your health. That's a really good starting
1: point. But do you find that a lot of people just feel that they do not have the energy to change and you're kind of almost speaking over their heads? How can you encourage the audience that this is really an easy process and, of course, your books can help, but to just give some encouraging words along that line?
2: I totally recognize what you're saying you're kind of on a ferris wheel and at some point you have to decide it's time to get off when you're ready to get off you have to re- you have to get ask yourself what's going to be my first step is it going to be my attitude is it going to be my belief or is it going to be my choices and to be quite honest sometimes the easiest choice to make to stop the wheel from moving is the b complex and i you know i'm not on here to, to you know, create a sale for B-Complex, although I think everyone listening should run out to the store or <laughs> run, get to sh- run, go to the Shackley website and be buying all the B-Complex they have because I'll tell you what it does. It helps to clear your mind from the depressive thoughts so you can then have the attitude to change and then start building the beliefs of who you truly are, that you are a loving person, you can love others, you have a life that's of value. But sometimes we have to have a medicinal change in our bloodstream to help us start thinking those ways. And so, and we're totally into a, a pill society anyway. So by taking the Shackley B complex plus the multivitamins called Vitaly, people can truly start thinking more clearly and then start making better choices. But one way or another, you're going to have to get off the Ferris wheel on one of those stops, either the Attitude... The beliefs or your choices, and the choices are either food or supplements, and of course, exercise plays in with everything. So, does that help?
1: That helps. Talk to us about your nutrition conferences. This is something that I was so impressed when you first told me, and continue to be impressed as. And I don't impress easy, by the way, but continue to be <laughs> imp- to continue to be impressed by. You're not just a person that leads a conference and you spend two or three days or whatever length of time it is talking to people. This is a hands-on conference where people can come and learn how to cook properly, to learn about nutrition, to touch, feel, and do. So share that with us. Oh, you
2: really hit on my sweet spot now. So what we have put together is so many people just – they need to take time away, come together with other like-minded people and say, okay, teach me how to cook healthy. Teach me how to enjoy these healthy foods. You know, when I first started eating healthy, it's like some of those foods are like, okay, I am, if I had to serve sprouts to my family the first night, they would have just, quickly got ran to the phone and called the pizza delivery. I mean, they just weren't going to go there. And so I have to teach people how to cook healthy foods that your family's going to love mm. and enjoy. Yes. And so that's what we do. We teach you healthy foods. But while we're teaching you, while we're in the cooking classes, which is our like your breakout sessions, we're also teaching the value of the different foods that we're using. So it's not just mix this pour this you know stir this it's okay we're going to use some cruciferous vegetables because those change the very chemistry of your cells and help you prevent cancer we're going to teach you all of those nuggets at the same time we're going to teach you what utensils you need to cook there are so many women and men out there that just okay well I'm used to emptying a box and adding water what do you mean a measuring spoon or a measuring cup i mean you'd be surprised how many people just wow. don't know how to cook wow but I'm telling you, the kitchen should be our new entertainment room. It's so much fun.
1: It is. I totally agree. I've been cooking everything from scratch for decades, and there is no comparison. And when I stand in the line at the grocery store and I look at what people have in their carts, it's like, I, you know, I have to gag if they only realize the amount of chemicals and preservatives and dead dead food that they well it's not even food that they're putting not only into their bodies but their children's bodies and no wonder they have problems both physically and of course mentally and emotionally i totally understand what you're saying and i totally agree and i will underscore every single thing you said she not just um talks the talk she walks the walk and that's what I appreciate about you, Annette. And you have you're you're not really sharing how important your books are, but they are treasures. Is an understatement. There is so much in there, from research to tips to um, nuggets to encourage you, everything. So continue.
2: Well, you were talking about the grocery store. It's always kind of a funny thought because, you know here, I live in Richmond, Virginia. And so when I go to the grocery store, sometimes I will think I see people that I've had in classes at the grocery store. But it's the funniest thing. You think you see them and next thing you know, they disappear and they never run (laughs) into you again.
1: (laughs) And you wonder why. (laughs) Yeah, I had one guy
2: accidentally bump into me and you could just see the fright on his face. And And he quickly said, Oh, I'm shopping for my mom. This isn't for me. And I hadn't even said a word.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're a guilt monster.
2: (laughs) Apparently. It is so funny.
1: And, you know, those are your choices. You know, whether you choose to to go with what you what you have learned or not that's strictly your choice you're not trying to put that on anybody what you're offering is something positive and for people who really want to change there is that that choice out there there is that option out there and and you're the type of personality you're not going to be the police anyway you're not going you know that is their choice
2: no life's too short to police everybody's food I mean that's That would take the joy away from me. I mean, it was like, no, I am not watching what you eat. Go ahead. Put that hot dog in your mouth.
1: (laughs) Okay. So before we go into a call for action uh, for our listeners, why don't you summarize if there's anything you would like to, to add, take away?
2: What I want people to understand is there is hope. And I know that's the title of your show, but there is hope. There are people who care about you. I care about you. I care about anyone going through this, and I would love to hold your hand and walk with you as you step out of this, you know, bit of depression and start stepping into being who you were created to be. That's the biggest message right now, and I am so glad that I made that step. I turned my direction and made that step. I mean... How do you measure a happy marriage, a happy family and feeling healthier? I mean, there's just no dollars to that. So if people just recognize there is hope, but it does require a choice on your part to make a pivot, you know, just even if it's only a 20 degree pivot. But you have to pivot some to some degree to start making that change. But I'm here for you. There's lots of people are here for you. And and the thing is you're going to feel so good once you do. It is so worth it.
1: Do you offer any like type of coaching or any kind of helps either off your website or what do you offer if anything in that area?
2: Well, I have a couple of different websites but the flavorofgrace.org and I said the word the that's not in there. So flavorofgrace.org has a library. And in the library is just loads of free material. Free learning Different nutrients, different vitamins, different foods, different recipes. It's just all free material. I have another website, um, the Biblical Nutritionist, is where I talk about my consulting. You know, how I can help hold your hand and walk you through the process of being set free from depression, from eating disorders and all of that. Or just losing weight, whatever the, the option is that you're looking for. But the, big, the most fun way to do this is, like you said, the conferences. And we have one coming up in Texas this October. So very easy to get to. Just fly into San Antonio and join us at the Texas conference. The registration's already been opened. It's up there on the website at flavorofgrace.org. You know, join in with a couple hundred other people. Have fun cooking together, eating together, and just enjoying who you are.
1: Any call to action other than, than join you at the conference?
2: Well, it would just be check out my website, go to the library, check out the books. The Treasures of Healthy Living Bible Study is the foundation of recognizing who you are. And just make that pivot, make that turn just 20 degrees and start changing who, who you how you see yourself. And connect with me, you can connect with me on Facebook, I know you're going to have that link as well. And just connect and say, hey, glad I heard you, I'm ready to make a change, and then we can start a conversation.
1: Annette, thank you. I, I learned a lot about you today and I really appreciate it. The challenges you gave us, the encouragement you gave us, especially in the area of if you did it, considering that you were sitting on your the floor of your, your kitchen feeling hopeless, you've done it, we can do it. And that is the bottom line. That is, you know, the message that comes across so clearly. There is hope. You don't have to give up. You can change and you are there to help. And so I thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show today and for sharing all that.
2: Just so your listeners know, you can eat your way out of out of depression.
1: Eat your way out of depression. That's, that's your tagline from now on. It is. All right. Thank you so much, Annette.
2: All right. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Bye-bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Never, Ever Give Up Hope featuring Carol Graham. Did you know that most people succeed because they are determined to? Quitting was never an option. Carol loves your comments and will respond to each one